0: Hey Light Anglers, today is April 27th. My name is Jack and welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'll be spending the next 5 to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world while introducing scripture in hopes of spreading the good news of the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and using that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. As always, your five-star review, liking, subscribing, and sharing of the show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the word of God. All right. So our vice president has COVID. Um, so there, there's something. Uh, but that's not the news I'm looking at talking about. I'm going to give you some good news today. So in this crazy world of ours is, you know, as everything is just going the wrong direction. There are people out there doing good and thinking of others and putting them first. Uh, one of those groups of people was in California of all places. Yeah, this is from uh, the Christian post, 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 and uh, California church builds six cabins to house the homeless. We've never built anything like this. Well, sir, not many have, I don't think. So a Southern California church is planning to house homeless people in six cabins on its property and Endeavor its pastors hope will serve as a model for other churches looking to help people in need. Meridian Baptist Church in El Cajon is partnering with building group Amicus and social service provider Homestart to offer a safe environment to the local homeless community. The cabins are expected to be fully occupied by Memorial Day. Pastor Roland Slade told the Christian Post that the cabins will provide emergency housing for women and children, particularly veteran women and children. The plan is for residents to stay up to 90 days before rotating to permanent or transitional housing. So in theory, within a year, we'd be able to have about 50 people go through, maybe more, Slade said. The cabin platforms are 20 square feet and inside living spaces are 96 square feet for each cabin, having kind of a like a porch to it so they can sit outside in a chair and enjoy the breeze. So far, the pastor said his church is the only one involved in the project. But Slade, who became the first African-American elected as chair of the Southern Baptist Convention's Executive Committee in 2020, hopes what his church is doing will inspire other churches and faith communities to help homeless populations in similar ways. You know, people have talked to me and said, You know, Pastor, you're the only one doing this. Why are you doing it? Well, I'm just crazy enough to think about it and to test the waters, so to speak, he said. But we're writing the book. You know, we're documenting all that we've done so that the next church that wants to do this, we can help them. Meridian Baptist has served the homeless for a long time by hosting weekly dinners. Slade said seeing an amicus demonstration cabin in the City Heights area inspired him to ask the organization to help build one on his church's property. Initially, the church's locality did not permit residential use. City council members' involvement became necessary, and staff members were assigned to research what parameters were needed for the church to obtain an administrative zoning permit. The case was then assigned to the Planning Commission, which came up with the administrative zoning permit. The used cabins are being built on unused property that the church had nicknamed Tumbleweed Village because of the weeds. According to Slate, obtaining a permit and building the cabins has taken almost three years. Wow. Wow. It's been interesting because we've never built anything like this. The city had never built anything like it, Slade said. Our insurance company had never seen anything like this. So everybody's kind of been learning, and that's the good part about it. We've been learning, and we're doing it the right way. The platform the sleeping cabins are being built on has been inspected and approved, and all six frames are up and awaiting inspection. Once the framing is done, Slade said the plan is to put in insulation and obtain an electrical permit so the cabins will have electricity. While he did not detail the number of volunteers helping to construct the cabins, the pastor said phone calls come in every day from people wanting to know about volunteer opportunities to assist in the construction. When volunteers show up, the church has them sign a waiver. I'm hoping that we'll see a change in attitudes, Slade said, it's going to be baby steps because people definitely have their own opinions on why a person is living unsheltered. I believe that in the 90 days, the people are in our cabins. The best thing the church can do is love them, Slade added. That's what we're called to do. That's what we will do. Slade stated that the church is not trying to become a social service provider. We're not trying to say, hey, you live in a village. You live in the village. You have to come to church, he continued. My hope is that because we are doing a good job of loving them, they'll want to be a part of the community, but they don't have to be. Around the country, other churches and ministries have built tiny homes and structures to house the homeless, people recovering from addiction, or even medical patients. So this is awesome. We can't have too many of these, you know. And, you know, at first thought, I understand that, you know, there's a lot of people who feel that, you know, the homeless are homeless for a reason. And you're right. In a lot of cases, that is very true. Um... But if you've never suffered with addiction or mental illness or any other other numerous things that put people on the streets, I don't think you can possibly understand how difficult it is to get out of that situation. And uh, the fact that this organization, and I'm sure many others, have a plan. They just don't open the doors and say, here you go, y'all, it's all for you. Just, you know, crash here. No, you have to be vetted. There's a process. And then you have to go through a certain amount of stuff, depending on the situation, I'm sure to, you know, make your way through it. But it gets you out of the streets into a place with a roof over your head. And in some cases, you know, food and opportunities to actually get a job and move forward. There are so many people um, who are homeless, that just need that extra little bit of help to get them out of that situation. And they want to work for it. There are others, many others, who choose that type of lifestyle to live in the woods. And so be it, you know, far for me to tell a person, "Hey, you know what you're doing is wrong if you're not hurting other people um but you know for those that want the chance to move up and move out and they just don't have it, I think you know it is the church's job. it is the body of Christ that should be leading this effort um and I think too few church groups choose not to do that and instead use donations and tithes to make a shiny altar and all kinds of other pretty things to get people to walk in the door instead of just reaching people where they're at, which is kind of what Jesus did when he was here, right? Anyway, so I just thought that was good. A little bit of good news, you know, gives us all a little bit to think about and chew on. How can we help out our communities? So Proverbs 19.17 says, whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord and he will repay him for his deed. There's some motivation for you, y'all. Pray with me. Father God, thank you for this day and the opportunities we have to serve you. Thank you for those who reach out to the less fortunate and for your assistance in providing them with the tools necessary to help others, shining the light of Christ through their actions. I pray we all follow their lead in working to help others in our communities. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Alright y'all, that's it for today's episode of The Light Angle, but remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.